Turn with me in your Bibles to Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4. Today actually marks day 35 of our 40 days of missional living. We have discovered that over half of active U.S. churchgoers have never heard of the Great Commission. That's a startling statistic. We also discovered that only 17% of those active U.S. churchgoers could define what the Great Commission is. Now, keep in mind, this is not nominal Christians. This is not just people who claim to be Christian in name only and never darken the, the doors of a church. These are people who are active, actively involved in a local church. And only 17% of those active United States churchgoers actually could define what the Great Commission is. Now, I won't put anyone on the spot, but I believe that most of our attendees at Grace Point Church could now tell you in their own words what the Great Commission is. Simply put, it's Jesus' command to the church to share the gospel, to take it near to far. Because of this 40 days journey, our church is above average in our understanding of the Great Commission. Now, here's our challenge. Don't miss this. Understanding the mission and living it out are two different things. It's one thing to understand what the mission is. It's one thing to articulate and say, this is the Great Commission. This is what it means. It's a very different thing to say, this is the Great Commission, and this is how I'm living it out. That's why we've titled this 40 Days of Missional Living. It isn't just an educational, academic exercise. It is about actually living out the very things that God's Word teaches us, and we want to be obedient to those things. So we must not only have an understanding of the mission, we must have a vision for that mission, a vision for that mission. So let me give you a definition, definition of the word vision. It's kind of the big picture. This is where we're going throughout this message. So I want you to grasp this big picture right at the very beginning as we continue to return to this big picture throughout the message. The big picture or the definition of vision is this. Vision is the revelation of what is possible when God's unlimited power meets our total obedience through faith. Let me say it again, and we're going to revisit this again and again. Vision is the revelation of what is possible when God's unlimited power meets our total obedience through faith. So, did anyone recognize the song from the bumper video? I apologize if you're listening to this on podcast uh, because you you kind of missed the bumper video. Uh, but this this week our bumper video uh, is "Things Can Only Get Better" by Howard Jones. The song came out in 1985. What's the song about? The song is about a vision for a better future. Let me share the, the lyrics with you. It makes a great illustration for us uh, this morning. The lyrics begin with this this way. We're, we're not scared to lose it all. Security thrown through the wall. Future dreams we have to realize. A thousand skeptic hands won't keep us from the things we plan unless we're clinging to the things we prize. So this song could be the soundtrack for the, themes of, for the theme of the disciples, right? I mean, we're not scared to lose it all. Security thrown through the wall. Uh, every single disciple of Jesus, the, the, the disciples that followed Jesus, were, were willing to, to lose it all, give their lives for the sake of the gospel. The line, future dreams, we have to realize. Uh, the disciples were focused on the vision of the Great Commission. 
and a the line, a thousand skeptic hands won't keep us from the things we plan unless we are clinging to the things we prize. In other words, the only thing that can stop us is if we start focusing on the wrong things. And then the song continues into the chorus. It says, and do you feel scared? And, you know, the, there's that high-pitched, I do, response. You know, it's, it's, you know, do you feel scared? I do. But I won't stop and falter. And if we throw it all away, things can only get better. So the idea here is, yes, there's going to be moments that there's going to be uncertainty. Do you feel scared? Sure, I do. But I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to falter. Even if we, if we have given it all away, even if everything is gone, we know this, that the vision that we have, we can, things can only get better. So it's a great backdrop, great soundtrack, great illustration for where we're going. This morning, we're going to discover that even if following Jesus cost us everything in the world, things can only get better. It will only get better. So with that in mind, let's turn to Romans chapter 4. We're going to be Romans chapter 4, verses 13 and following. For the promise that he, that's Abraham, would be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if those who are the law are of the law are heirs, faith is made void and the promise made of no effect, because the law brings about wrath, for where there is no law, there is no transgression. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, by the way, that's the Jews, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, that's believing Gentiles, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him who he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, who contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken. So shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what he had promised, that is what God had promised, God was also able to perform. And therefore it was accounted to him for righteousness." Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but also for us. It shall be imputed to us who believe in him, who raised up Jesus, our Lord from the dead, who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised because of our justification. What an exciting passage. So let's jump in this morning with key point number one. Key point number one is this. Revelation is the ability to see something we don't ordinarily see. Revelation is the ability to see something we don't ordinarily see. Look with me again at verse 13, Romans 4, uh, verse 13. For the promises that he, again, that's Abraham, would be the heir of the world, was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. 
God had given Abraham the revelation that he would be the father of many nations. He couldn't see how. He couldn't see when. He just knew it was the promise of God. The only piece of information that Abraham had was that it was going to require faith. So church, if we're going to accomplish the mission and the vision of this church, it will require faith. So how do we put all that together? Let's put that in, in, in context for our church. What is a grace point? Well, a grace point is where the great commission and the great commandment come together. We say that a lot around here. We say that, you know, that's that, I mean, that's the very purpose of our name. It's where the great commission, the great commandment come together. That's, that's the purpose of our name, grace point. So what is the great commandment? Well, the great commandment is love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. That's the great commandment. Then we have the great commission. Well, what is the great commission? The great commandment is to take the gospel of Jesus to the uttermost parts of the world. So how then do we fulfill? As a church, how do we fulfill the great commission? We do that when we gather, grow, and go. Let me ask you another question. How do we, as a church, fulfill the great commandment? the same way we fulfill it when we gather, grow, and go. Therefore, as a church, we have a three-part vision for Grace Point Church. Our vision is then built around our mission. If that's what our desire is to do, is to be a place where the gospel and life come together, a place where the great commandment, great commission come together, and we do that through gathering and growing and going, then our vision for the church should be built around our mission. So the very first thing in our vision for the church is to be a place to gather. We want to see a place where we can gather together as a church. We have a vision for a place to minister to families. We want our first building to communicate to our community that we care about families and children. That's why our first building should be a place that's very kid-friendly, a place where kids want to come. The second part of our vision is a network to grow. We have a vision for developing a small group network that serves as the hub, the catalyst for church fellowships and ministries and mission projects. And then we have the third part of our vision is a people who go. We have a vision for being a people who are actively involved in missions. So our vision for the church is then a place to gather, a network to grow, and a people who go. It's built upon our mission, which is to gather, grow, and go, which helps us to do what? Make sure that the Great Commandment, the Great Commission come together. That's a grace point. So here's what I, here's what I know. Here's what I know about the vision. Even if we don't have all of the details it's going to require faith. Abraham didn't have all the details. Abraham didn't know exactly how God was going to accomplish all that he had promised him, all that, that, all that he shared. But Abraham knew this much. It was going to require faith. And the, faith had, the object of his faith was no less than God himself. So what do we know about the vision? At least we know this. If we're going to accomplish it, it will require faith.